Hey, welcome to the Just Us League podcast. I'm Trenta, and this year I have only seen 43 movies. Uh, I'm Adam, and uh, I sometimes get told by customers that when they hear my voice, it fills them with dread. <laughs> and I'm Ricky, and I am currently playing through Pokemon Kanto for uh, about the 900th time. I can't really talk. I've played Duke Nukem um, on various consoles over the weekend and finished various episodes. Oh, well, with this version, I have lost uh, my charges playing up. And because I'm colorblind, the light is just on. I can't see if it's red (laughs) or green. And I keep losing... Adds an extra challenge. And I keep losing chunks of grinding and it is so infuriating. (laughs) Hi, I'm Kieran. And once... I found the severed head of Nicolas Cage inside a box of Lego I purchased. <laughs> that's such a random statement. <laughs> and that's just an everyday statement. Yeah, it, it is just a random sta- a statement for everyone else's hearing, but for us, it is everyday. Yeah, out of, out of context, that is insanely strange. Yeah, people are already like checking on Nicolas Cage's Twitter page. And seeing the eating bees or something, or a friend of mine actually bumped into Nicolas Cage, uh, in Las Vegas while she and her partner were on holiday, and he had like a big old furry like pink coat on and sunglasses. He was outside a, a, a casino. Classic Cage. And uh, yeah, apparently he's huge. Yeah. <laughs> this severed head of Nicolas Cage. We're definitely going to go into that in more detail, but I want to know. I want to know about your um, feared customers. Yeah, I always thought that my the, the, the reaction that people would get from my voice was more you help put my child to sleep at night with your monotone voice. <laughs> but um, I can't, obviously, I work for the civil service, can't say what I do, but basically my job isn't a good one. I end up having to basically um, spoil things for people. And I call people up and then I, I get the same customers. I deal with the whole of the country, uh, Wales, England, Scotland. Yeah, I, I have to call people up and just break bad news to them. I'm not talking like, sorry, your husband's been run over by a bus or anything like that. Uh, but, you know, I have to basically put a, a dampener on their plans. And a, a number of customers over the last couple of months, I guess because of lockdown, they're all frantic and they, you know, they need to get stuff moving. And they hear my voice. And I kid you not, over a period of about a week, uh, well, once a day somebody would go and almost word for word every time I hear a voice it fills me with dread <laughs> welcome to our world <laughs> I genuinely was like the first time I was taken aback but afterwards I was like hang on a minute I think this is a compliment I was so... wondering what was the sort of feedback in which you found out this information like <laughs> has someone ma- as many people made complaints it's like ah oh, I need to make a complaint about this guy his, his voice just fills me with dread can you do something about it no they tell me on the phone they tell me on the phone they <laughs> they go they hear my voice and i go hello mr or miss or whatever and they go oh it's uh it's you you know and you can hear them kind of take a deep breath and genuinely this chap uh mr reed um he once said Hear- hearing your voice fills me with dread and i was like i'm going to get that sucker in a t-shirt <laughs> <laughs> uh, what about you then, Tranto? The movies, 40, 43 films? I think I watch 43 films a day. Oh, psh, no you don't. No, I don't. <laughs> what What are these 43 films? <laughs> you, want, you want me to go through them all? Yes, we have. No. What, uh, to- what, uh, what, Toy Story what, 4, Booksmart, Shazam, Secret Lives of Pets, Con Air, Baywatch, Brightburn, The Terminal, Detective Pikachu. I'm not going to go through them all. <laughs> so I kind of know where this comes from because it's kind of my fault that he knows how many um, movies he's watched. <laughs> so it started like three or four years ago. Ricky, you were telling me about this 365-day movie challenge. Yeah. It was basically uh, to watch a movie every day for a year. Which doesn't sound like a lot. Sounds like about a year. No, I thought, I thought, oh, I watch a lot of movies. I'm going to do it. And then I got, I think I got to about 40 in the first. And then I got, I was on about 40 when we got to day 90. And it was like, I can never catch up. And I just knocked it on the head. But you've kept the list every year since, haven't you? Yeah, it's, it's one of those, it's one of those habits of mine now. So... I've been doing it a few years, and it's it's slowly gotten worse and worse. First year, it was 2016, I think, and I watched 134. Well, when Ricky told me about this, I thought, 
that's that's kind of interesting. I know I can't watch one a day, but it just made me curious as to how many that I watch in a in a year because I do watch a lot of movies. So I thought I'll keep this I'll keep this um this list and I'll see I'll see how we do. So the first one was 134. And I thought that's that's not too bad. But then 2017 it dropped to 116 and then 18 I mean it just gets worse and worse. That was only 83. 19 I'm ashamed to say it was 63. And then now it's it's 43. But do you know what I have started doing as well? I don't know if I told you this Ricky. I've started keeping a list of tv series as well oh no i didn't know that <laughs> just to buff them bump up the figures a little bit and that list i'm on 60 so right now it's already more than one entire series a week sounds like you should be abandoning the film thing and just going with a tv show thing instead to be fair this year i think i could probably say that i've watched more series than i've watched movies this year i think I everyone can, can say that this year yeah I can say that for the first time in my life. <laughs> like when now I have the internet. From home, I I'd put like um I put it on in the background like the American Office, which it was like I've never seen this before. What? So it was on in the background as I was watching uh, as I was working, and then because can't go out, it was like I'm gonna I I've I've never seen the first and last season of Parks and Rec, so I'm gonna watch all of Parks and Rec. <laughs> Nice. Uh, That's a good watch. Yeah. And then, um, what else have I done? I've watched Breaking Bad again with um, with Becky. Um, I've been watching Avatar: The Last Airbender. I've oh, yeah. been watching, That's on my to-do list. Uh, Death Note. Um, I gotta get back to that. And then just like loads of oh, Mandalorian season one. Oh yeah, Mandalorian season two. Watching that. I gotta ask Ricky. Spoilers. How did you enjoy that episode? Really didn't like it. Kieran didn't like it either, did you, Keith? <laughs> nope. <laughs> I did not, indeed. We're going to discuss this after the cast, because I, uh, I obviously not, I've not watched any of it, but uh, I've been keeping up to date with the news. So is it like episode three or something then? No, episode two. Uh, I, I know that one. I, I've already read up on it, but uh, I, I, don't, I'll, I don't know what your, uh, your issues are. So Adam would be the equivalent of people in the 70s who didn't go to watch... A New Hope in the cinema, but they read the novelization. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So I, I, yeah, I've been watching loads of series, and I think, uh, oh, I done. I finally got around to Final Space season two. Yeah. I don't think I saw Final Space season two. Hang on, let me check my list. I've only, uh, I've only watched a couple of episodes. I did not watch season two. I've only watched uh, season one myself. I've only watched a couple of episodes. I like that bit where he uh, where he gets inside of the. I'm just completely out of context for listeners who haven't seen it. It's just hilarious. Gets inside a dead alien skin and then accidentally ends up in the house <laughs> of the morning family of the. And then he kisses the husband and then the kids tear him apart. I haven't seen season two, but season one we watched. You know when it it first came out and I really enjoyed it. I haven't seen season two yet, but every time. Till now, every time I pick up an avocado, I always have to shout avocado the way Gary does. Avocado! <laughs> every time. Season two is has got. It starts a bit slow. Yeah, it it by the end I really was enjoying it again. Um, they've added a couple of characters who are really good, and um, Hugh, the ship from the first one. Yeah. yeah. It, is in the body of this really slow and useless robot. <laughs> so he's gone from being... He's like Harley from Red Dwarf, where he's gone from being a supercomputer that runs a mass a, a great ship to being a bit useless. <laughs> but everyone still likes him more than Kevin. <laughs> I, uh... I've watched quite a few things. I, 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 I'm not. I don't know. I can't. Uh, I can't do too many shows. Me and Veronica have watched a a, a weird co- uh, collection of shows. I did uh, binge. I think the biggest show I've, the biggest binge I had was uh, Z Nation. That was pretty cool. Different to you know the Walking Dead stuff. I recently watched the Evil Dead trilogy. My brother just to show him. Yeah. And then we binge watched the Ash versus Evil Dead. Tri- uh, TV series right after it. I still haven't seen season two. No, I I've got season one on Blu-ray. I think on DVD. I watched it ages ago, and I thought, oh, Netflix, I'll catch up, and then I just didn't. But it's there to watch. That that's the tedious thing about season three. It's not on Netflix, so I went out and uh, 
rented it just season three just to watch it yeah the same day i know that's the problem with netflix so it's like it's there constantly and and then um it's like i'll get around to it it's like i was thinking the other day maybe because of all of this going on i should finally finish watching jessica jones luke cage and iron fist yeah <laughs> i did start punisher so i'm uh, I've, I've got season two daredevil under my belt ages ago i had those on dvd uh, but I haven't watched any of those yet, and I want to. But again, it's that thing of it's there, but it's a lot of time. And if it, you know, you, you, it's entertainment. You have no, you know, it's not expected of you to want to finish a show even if you don't like it. But it's there, and you want to at least see, you know. I would say finish Daredevil. Daredevil season three is a lot better than season two. I didn't mind season two. I know people didn't like uh, Elektra. The Electra arc, and I thought they felt the first part with Punisher was good. I didn't mind season two. It was just it didn't do a lot. It just and it was the hospital fight was brilliant though. Yeah, and he was missing Vincent D'Onofrio. I just thought without him as that threat. Yeah. It kind of it lacked something, and it had like two two arcs that kind of were intersecting but weren't, and it just felt like neither was fully formed rather than. Like the first season and the third season, so yeah, I did enjoy season two. It's just not as much as season one and three. Well, I, I, uh, the one show that I, I've been, I, I've been, well, I've been raving about a bunch of shows. One show I do want to recommend, just shout it out. It's probably been seen by a lot of listeners, or you, you guys might have seen it. Uh, TV show called Black Summer. Uh, it was actually based. I was supposed to be a prequel to the Z Nation comedy zombie show. But it's um it's a it, there's elements of black comedy and it basically it's a um it's like twenty four, but it's zombies. It's really hard to explain a show. You know when you try and talk about a show, if you try to talk about Final Space, for example, you you would explain it, but maybe people wouldn't get it. And the thing about Black Summer is it happens in little segments, in little vignettes. And it basically just get ent- you just enter the uh, the episode. No big opening sequence. No big drama like Walking Dead. Some there's one chap who basically gets separated from the group. And he's chased by a zombie for the entire moment, the entire part of his episode. They're only about twenty minutes long, the episodes, and um, it is just nothing like it. I mean, Veronica just sat through the entire season, uh, gobsmacked, and uh, eagerly waiting the second season. So that's one thing I do recommend uh, quite highly. Anyway, gone off on a, a bit of a tangent there, Kieran. So we all know, of course, but please do enlighten us about finding Nicolas Cage's head in a box of Lego. Was it a Lego head? Okay, so the severed head of Nicolas Cage originally started when I was getting ready to move I was sorting out all my stuff and I was putting a bunch of boxes together for you guys that stuff that I didn't necessarily need to take so there was like some video games some DVDs some toys and and, uh, I had a cardboard standee of Nicolas Cage in kick-ass so his his big daddy outfit um i had a standee of that and the head fell off so i was like oh what am i gonna do with this i know i'm gonna put it in a box was it in your box adam yeah yeah because you know because i'm not a fan i could hear his anger as he said yep then (laughs) (laughs) so yeah i I put it in your box i thought oh adam will like this it's funny (laughs) and that's the last i knew before you know it actually became a game yeah so i don't know who you then passed it off to so you were the first recipient. Yeah. So basically, the origins of the game basically comes from a game I played when I worked at summer camp. We in summer camp we had this game where we had like this little mirror that the counselors would pass back and forth, and like whoever had it at the end of the day had a forfeit. So we were sending out a parcel to you guys on your first Christmas over there, and then just before we sealed it. I said to Adam, oh, do you have that Nicolas Cage head? Which I did for some reason. <laughs> Which he did for some reason. <laughs> Carry it around with you. Yeah. It's a protective ward against Nicolas Cage. Yeah. <laughs> and we checked it in with a post-it note that said, tag your it. We thought that was going to be it. We just thought, return the gifts and just kind of make it a global uh, game. But yeah. So then another year passed pretty nearly no it was about um six months because i went out the first time in about april yeah uh ricky went out to go and see tranta and have a holiday in denmark and ricky <laughs> came back with a heavier suitcase full of lego products well i took an empty suitcase out with me <laughs> yeah 
I gave Ricky enough money to purchase the Slave 1 set, which I've been wanting for years and years. That's the, the UCS Slave 1, isn't it? Yeah. So, Ricky enjoyed his holiday, then came back with a suitcase full of Lego. I was very excited, like a child, to open the box. So immature. <laughs> In my giddy excitement to open it, it just turned to anger and hatred. <laughs> <laughs> as I just pulled out the Nicolas Cage head and you guys were able to successfully seal it up as well so it didn't look like it was tampered with. Yeah. Okay, Mark has got to tell the story of how he got in there without me knowing now. <laughs> yeah, because you didn't know either, did you, Ricky? No, I didn't know whether it was in there at all. <laughs> okay, so, yeah, R- Ricky came over and we went we went to the shop and we got uh, we got Kieran, his, his slave one, and then when we were back at mine, uh, you still had like a couple of days before you went home. Um, <laughs> so I said, Ricky, if you open it up and then just check the windshield, because I've heard that some sets, they've either been uh, damaged, scratched, or forgotten to be included, which was true. Was it actually true? Entirely true. <laughs> so we got like a, a knife, we cut the tape, we just opened it up, saw that it was there, looked fine brilliant and then i was like well i've got a couple of days now so there's no need to rush so anyway i waited for ricky to you know go and have a shower or whatever and then i I came into the spare room i got it out of the bag i opened it up i put the nicholas cage i think next to the the building instructions and then closed it back up put a little bit of tape over the tape that was already that just been cut and that was it done and then just didn't say anything ricky didn't know (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> that is one of my favourite handovers. Yeah, yeah. And to add to that, I think you did ask me to take photos as he opened it, and I just thought, oh, just <laughs> yeah, trying to just want to enjoy the excitement that uh, the the gift brought. Yeah, I think we we still we have that picture somewhere, don't we? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was so excited for that set, and all of my excitement just left me. In a second, as I oh, saw that head. You could, you're saying I could just bring the slave one to my house instead? No, you're never touching that. I will kill you if you try and steal <laughs> that from me. So, what what happened from there was, um, i got to admit, I'm kind of a middleman. Because uh, Tranta's out in Denmark. Yeah, and I think only you know my address as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm kind of the middleman. So, like, uh, Tranta's out in Denmark. Adam is in Swansea, and at the time when this game started, I lived in the same house as Kieran. So uh, it would inevitably be I would pass it to Kieran, Kieran would pass it to me, I would pass it to Adam, and then Adam would pass it to me, I'd pass it to Kieran, and it was just bouncing back between the three of us every so often. Tranta would come home over to Britain. And we'd somehow try to sneak it to yeah. him. <laughs> yeah. So it did start to stagnate. And then we... I think we were in the gamers. You and I were in the gamers. And I think I probably had the head on me. And I remember we were You were probably somebody. writing those rules and no one... Impre- uh, no one Nobody adheres to, yeah. Which... <laughs> you all. Um, but no, I remember we were talking... I think we were talking to Sam. And I think you and I said at the exact same time. So we were explaining the, like, the, the, the loose rules that by letting, you know, people, you've got to do these things. It can't just be a lazy thing. You can't just hand it to somebody else to hand it to somebody else. It's got to be given to the person without them knowing. And I think Sam or Titch or somebody in the games emporium was listening. I think you and me, Ricky, said at the same time, we kind of knew we were going to say it. And now you know the rules, you're part of the game. <laughs> and obviously, for, for a while, it obviously just it added two things. And we had Sam and Titch and Simon and the rest of the guys that were in the gamers. So by letting people know the rules, if they enjoy the idea, they are now part of the game. They're now vulnerable. Yeah, yeah so the game has increased to the point where it's not just in my mother's house for six months of the year and then out to Denmark for six months of the year. <laughs> it actually goes on vacation to like um, other people's houses. Yeah. <laughs> Exotic climbs like Bridgen sometimes. Yeah, or it was down in Carmarthen for a bit. Um, <laughs> it's bounced around and the game is quite fun, especially when he's properly in play. Adam, it's been a bit weird with lockdown. Yeah. So Yeah, he ended up in a birthday present of mine, which is... <laughs> That was good as Not well. Not cool, guys. <laughs> yeah. 
Where, where does this piece go? <laughs> so it almost bounced a bit during lockdown because Keenan Jet, one of my favourite tran- uh, my favourite handoff during happened during lockdown because just before lockdown happened in Carmarthen, uh, we give it to Kieran Jenkins, our our friend Kieran Jenkins, um, or part of uh Kira, the two Kieran's tag team to differentiate them, El Asmatico and El Diabito. <laughs> um, so we give it to El Asmatico. Then when lockdown kind of opened up a little bit during about July, Kieran Jenkins asked me to pass it to Kieran. So I became an intermediary and I went <laughs> to my mother's and I put Nicholas Cage's head in Kieran's pillowcase. <laughs> <laughs> and then Kieran Jenkins pretended that it had been there for months. <laughs> and Kieran couldn't work out how <laughs> how this head had got there. And we kept him going for days and days in this group chat that we've got. How long had it actually been there? Oh, just an afternoon. I put it there. Right. Kieran found it in the evening. <laughs> two, two of my favourite ones have to be... One was, the, like, when uh, where you're living now, Ricky. I don't know if you remember, I snuck, the, uh, snuck Nicolas Cage's head into your bed. And I think you messaged me afterwards and went, Not cool! And you clearly were really pissed off that you'd found it, like a hu- severed human head in your bed. But the other one was, <laughs> after, we were, after we'd been postering for a while... Um, you came over one day and this was, uh, this was just, well, this was months before lockdown actually. And, um, you, you dropped off the poster thing and normally you keep everything I buy. Every time we buy stuff like, uh, folders for stuff, it always ends up with you because that, you know, cause you cart the stuff around normally and it always ends up in your car or in your parents' house or something like that. So I thought, I didn't, I thought, it was, oh, he's returning something that I bought, you know, just in case I need it. I was like, oh, that's pretty cool of him, son of a bitch. But, like, I remember you looked afterwards, I'm thinking back, like, you're really shifty. It's this, uh, it's one of those um, art folders, the zip black, uh, zipped up black plastic uh, things where we, we keep pl- uh, folders nice and flat. Uh, not fold- folders, posters nice and flat and all the po- uh, blue tag and stuff. And he went, oh, I just got to use the bathroom. And he stayed, he came over for a good half an hour chatting away. And I, I, it wasn't until afterwards I thought about it. He was really shifty about it. And then he left. And it wasn't until afterwards he messaged me and said, um, you said something like... Uh, I left something in the folder. Yeah, something like that. And I, I knew, I didn't, Veronica was over. And I knew, I didn't want to look at it. But I was like, I know what it is. I know what it is. And I looked through everything. And it was it was at the back. And I was like, no, it's not here. It's clearly not. Ha, ha, ha. Oh, no, that's, there it is. Um, yeah, I don't know how long it's, you know, it's... I've suggested other ideas. Oh no! I th- actually, the probably one of the best ones, even though it was it was bad afterwards because I didn't realize because it, it was Tranta's wedding one, <laughs> <laughs> the the confetti. I feel really bad because I didn't realize it was, it was a no. Um, but uh, no, it yeah, was, it was good. It like the actual the actual handover was y- you would put it in the in the wedding card. Yeah, which was great because we opened it up and was like, oh, this is this is a big card. Oh, I bet they've put the head in it. And then I was like, feeling it, I was like, ah, oh, no, nah, they wouldn't do that. Pulled it out. It's this nice, uh, you did this nice Spider-Man-esque cover with like our faces on it. Open it up. What falls out? Nicolas Cage's head. Obviously. Oh, no, I meant the confetti. Yeah, I know. But the the actual handover. Oh, was, was in the car. Also yeah. one of my favorites because yeah. it was funny. But the confetti, that was another level. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you kept out all of that confetti. I I sat I sat in work one day and I explained it was a quiet day and I turned to my boss and said it's my friend's wedding soon um and uh I'm not gonna be able to go because it falls on my daughter's birthday and uh, I said but I found the most annoying picture of Nicolas Cage I find that if you shrink <laughs> down to confetti size you can still tell it's Nicolas Cage's face and I said uh do you have a uh what they called one of those um guillotines do you have, do we have one of those still and he was like why and i said because i'm going to cut these into confetti and he was fine with it he was like yeah that's, that sounds fantastic actually <laughs> and i was that like sounds, cool. that sounds like a legitimate work task yeah <laughs> so it was it was like i think it was um it was like a proper lull in work otherwise i would have actually just taken up other jobs to do but um so how I, many do you reckon there was uh there were 30 <laughs> sheets of paper 
uh, and uh, there were, I think there were 14 a line, and I think, the, Ricky will do the maths here, 14 a line, and I think it was 14 a line, and uh, there was probably about 25 to 30 lines down, so. Oh, not the maths. It, uh, it might be more, because they were very small. But I had this perfect, I explained this to everyone. about 420 on a page, if that, um, yeah, about 420 on the page if it's 30 by 40. I just added it to everyone's stuff as well. I put it in, like, uh, I think uh, Titch was doing... Uh, <laughs> it's about 12,000. Yeah, what was Titch doing? <laughs> Titch was doing his, like, uh, his work thing, wasn't he? He was doing, like... Um, uh, his NVQ. That's it, NVQ. And I put it in every single page of his NVQ work, which is great. <laughs> totally didn't hate me for that. Yeah, speaking about the uh, wedding pass-off, I think that is one of my most favourite <laughs> and successful passes of when... Me and Ricky were getting ready to leave to go home. And Tranta just ran out and went, Ricky, catch. And just threw it like a frisbee. <laughs> and Ricky, all excited, went, oh, I put up his hands to catch it. And they went, wait, hold on. And dropped his hands and just walked off. <laughs> <laughs> the other one, the other failed pass off to me is also Tranta, I think it was. Um, but used Kieran as an intermediary, I think. Um, at the con... Yeah, uh, we've all been gotten by the conventions as well. Uh, with the con, it was getting like it was a few hours until the end. Yeah, and all I saw was Tranta walking around asking everyone, obviously oh, Adam or Ricky, I need to give them this before I go. <laughs> and then, like thirty minutes before the end, like Tranta went, yeah, I gotta go. You hand this to Ricky or Adam. I and okay, sure, grabbed it. Then I realised as <laughs> Tranta started running away, <laughs> I was yeah. like. You bastard. So it was, yeah, it was at the at the con. I came back for that, and I don't know. One of you must have gi- given it to me while I was there, and I thought, right, how can I get how can I get this Ricky or Adam? So I thought, right, I'll find a clipboard and I put it in the back of the clipboard, and I'll just walk around and be like, oh, <laughs> Simon wanted me to to give you this, and it's just a clipboard. It looks official, whatever. And then boom, done. But I couldn't find you guys anywhere. <laughs> so I was like, ah. Oh, like I, I genuinely, I, I had to go. So I was like, "Well, I'll give it to Q, and and then he can give it to Ricky." And then it wasn't until afterwards I like, "Oh wait, well I just gave it to Q, and end of game, done." <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Kieran, uh, like the reason you couldn't find me, Adam, is that we were hectic all day. Yeah. Um, didn't stop moving, and Kieran comes up to me at one point as I'm in the middle of something, and gi- oh, um, gives me a clipboard and. It's like, oh, it's important. You've got to have a look at this. And I just chucked it one side and went, I haven't got time. And I chucked it on the on the ticket desk and he was gone. We didn't know. Uh, Kieran didn't mention that he was there. Um, he was just packed up with everything. And um, a couple of days later, Simon entered the game. <laughs> <laughs> I believe he passed it on to Sam in the game as well. Yeah. Who did? Simon did. Yeah. Yeah, so that's how Simon first entered the game was an accidental pass off because I was too busy to read a bloody clipboard that didn't have any information on it. <laughs> I liked uh, getting Simon once. Me and Ricky and Simon were having a meeting in the game. It was just a, just a brief one. And Simon uh, nipped uh, to the back room for some reason. I literally just, without any hesitation, just pulled it out of my. I had the head, just pulled the head out of my back, out of the backpack, and I already had blue tack on the back because we had stuck it to something. So I just shoved it to the underneath of his laptop and just left it there. And he was working completely oblivious to the fact this thing stuck to the underside of his laptop. And it wasn't until about an hour or two later when we were both home, Simon puts a message in the group chat going, "Well played, boys." <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Simon did a good pass off so I sent photo earlier of one of a really good pass off was um, Simon I think it was probably after that pass off where we stuck it to his laptop he took it down to the Carmarthen store mm. and stuck it to the Stormtrooper down there so we got a Stormtrooper? <laughs> uh, not Stormtrooper Space, uh, Marine. Space Marine wow Ricky I can't believe it. you've pissed off so many nerds by saying that Oh, that's remember a, when I kept saying foul. it to the Dovrig? You what? Remember when I kept saying that to Dovrig? Yeah. And it was the same difference. And he stopped! <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he stuck it to the Space Marine on the wall with, um, I think it was probably with a, a post-it saying, Hey Sam, you're it. <laughs> <laughs> Knowing that Sam would be the next person in. So like, that's a good pass off as well. So yeah, it's it's just a game that's really spanned. It, it had 
period where it might have gone stale with just the four of us, but I think we're up to about 15 of us playing now. <laughs> yeah, I, I like to add little extra things like the confetti. Um, and recently um, I sent Ricky a gift as well. Maybe we can just put up a picture of that. So I think I might have posted... I did post it to my Instagram, but um, I think I might have posted it to the... Yeah, I did post it to the podcast Instagram a couple of weeks ago, but yeah. the story behind it is this game that... Um, but he's horrible, horrible person me. who sent me a photo of this really cool The Thing t-shirt, as in four. Ben Grimm. So it's all like the orange Rocky t-shirt. And, goes, and then the bottom of the t-shirt's got the belt, uh, the four of his shorts. Yeah, and um, it's like, oh, this is really cool. What size are you? So I tell him the size of the t-shirt, and then I came home, <laughs> and there was a package for me, and I knew it was from Adam immediately, because, because? it said Ronky Weebler. <laughs> So I got really excited, <laughs> opened it up, <laughs> and then I had Nicholas Cage staring at me. On a t-shirt? Cool, yeah, on a t-shirt. Instead of a cool Ben Grimm t-shirt. I was devastated. I think it's a fantastic idea. But yeah, it that's really, good. It did really destroy me. <laughs> do you know, do you know um, it only took me a split second to go, hang on a minute. I was I was genuinely looking for T-shirts. I was thinking of Christmas because I was buying stuff. I'd be buying stuff for Veronica for Christmas, and uh, it literally took me a split second to change my mind. I I was like, oh cool, the thing T-shirts. I wonder if they do rock body T-shirts, and they did the exact thing I thought they'd have. And then the moment I saw that, my satisfaction was I was satisfied. You know, it, it had come and gone. And I was like, the moment I seen that, I was like, that was going to be for Ricky. I was like, fuck it, let's find him a Nicolas Cage T-shirt, and I did. <laughs> And it was like, you know, buy it. It was very expensive, too. Nicolas Cage, <laughs> ruining presents since 2016. <laughs> well, that's the thing. With Adam's uh, birthday present this year, that me and Ricky picked him up. Yeah. We purposely picked him up a model to increase his Warhammer army. That I don't play with. But also to hide uh, Nicolas Cage in. Yeah. Nice. So what we did in the middle of the store was, Adam doesn't know if this box comes wrapped in seven. <laughs> so we opened it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, pulled out all the pieces and tucked Nicholas Kitch's head in the middle of the instructions. Yeah, when I opened oh, the nice. fucking thing up as well, it was just like, why are the instructions so thick? I was like, oh, this is probably <laughs> really modifiable. Actually, it's not that modifiable at all. And also, it was that just a cardboard head. That was the part head. that nearly made me laugh and give it away, is when you opened the box in front of us to look inside yeah. without moving anything. And we're like, oh, lucky we put it in the instruction manual. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I'd have accepted the gift, so, you know, it's... It would have been part of the game anyway. I did have Adam once that he will not accept. And it was, <laughs> if he did accept it, it probably would have been my favourite. That we walked around Tesco's once and I snuck it in his hood. And he walked around Tesco with it in his hood. <laughs> and then we got to the till and I don't know, he must have shifted his basket or something awkwardly. And it started to fall. So I had to push it back in. And he caught me pushing uh -huh. it back in and went, yeah, ah, sure. Travolta, you can't do that, you can't do that. After he had walked around the whole fucking shop with it. I, in his I head. only have Ricky's word for this. I'm going to ask for the video evidence. <laughs> yeah, I, I genuinely didn't realise. I genuinely thought Ricky had put it in my hood. So, I mean, you were kind of caught out. I mean, if I hadn't moved, as you said, it would have been in my hood for ages. <laughs> but I would have gotten in the car and wondered who's smacking the back of my head or something. And then be like, ah... It's my nightmare, Nicolas well, Cage behind me. That's how I found out it was in my pillowcase. I'm like, Hold on, <laughs> pillows, they are usually not this hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, and also, dear listeners, by listening to this story, if you do like it, then you're part of the game as well. <laughs> if, you, if we know you and you aren't already part of the game, you are now. So uh, good luck with that. We will find creative ways. Didn't we have a... Um severed head of alan rickman in play at one point oh was it the rock <laughs> it was the rock what i didn't know about this yeah i thought it was a uh, alan rickman head. it might, it might have been uh, an alan rickman Adam as well photo of it. how many heads have we got in play <laughs> i, I think it was supposed know. to be a several of them uh so when we did the um con not last year because not this year because we didn't have a con so i guess it was last year and we had one of the big massive posters or like the canvasy poster of Baywatch. 
Yeah, that was it. So we cut the rock's head out. Yeah. <laughs> and we did have that in play. I don't think that one took off, really. It's like the Anna. No, I think that might have been Margum. You should have cut yeah. out the rock's junk, and then that could have been the sub-game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that might have drawn more attention with the police, so if we decided, like, the severed genitals of... Well, Dwayne. like a severed head wouldn't cause attention. No, you know, that's, that, that's kind of news now these days. You know, people get a bit squeamish when genitals are involved yeah like i mean don't make it weird <laughs> yeah <duh. laughs> yeah so we did have that going as well at one point but i don't think those ones have taken off or if they have someone's playing the incredibly long game <laughs> <laughs> uh i think uh i think it's i think the seven head thing it has to stay but i think we should always uh the, like the t-shirt and the confetti i say we because those are both mine we should <laughs> Should uh, come up with other little extra things just to keep things going when when the when the main head is floating around with somebody, you know, just to kind of keep it fresh and remind people that he's out there somewhere waiting, just like the real Nicolas Cage. <laughs> All right, and that is the origin and highlights of the severed head of Nicolas Cage game. Yeah, any questions? Just ask and give <laughs> us your address, and and we don't need any help. <laughs> yeah. Where is he now? Who's got him? I think he's within the gamers, so I'm very nervous. He's just going to refuse everything Simon hands him. He's like, take this. No, you do it. Do you want to be fired? Do you want to have Nicolas Cage's head? <laughs> we, uh... <laughs> you legally have to tell me if you have Nicolas Cage's head. <laughs> yeah, it's like um, the cops. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you even had, um, at one point during the summer, Kieran and Kieran threatened each other with drones. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> if you bring it to me because obviously we were in lockdown if you give it to me somehow I will fly a drone over to Tom Mount <laughs> I do have two drones that can do it yeah but that would also involve you walking to Tom Mount <laughs> that's not happening <laughs> just late at night he just hears the buzzing and just looks out the window and it's just the head floating <laughs> I should imagine that sparking some sort of police response as well. Strange lights in the sky over Ton Mao. Strange because Ton Mao doesn't have lights. Because everyone blows their candles I accidentally go to the wrong window and this is younger brother. (laughs) He's traumatised for life. The scene out of Salem's Lot. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah, we'd get in trouble for that. I do like games like that. I I also like eye-bombing as well, which is when you put uh, googly eyes on things. (laughs) That sounds fantastic. Yeah, so um, anything else to add? What about that? Uh, watch out for Nicolas Cage. I think I think that's about it, really. I mean, just you know, just be afraid. Be very afraid. I was going to make a joke, now that we always t- end up back <laughs> into the questions. <laughs> and it's a question about it, but I couldn't think of someone to add. <laughs> no, um, we've got a couple of questions this week. First one is from Lee. Have you watched Primal? Why haven't you watched Primal? You guys will love it. <laughs> what? What's Primal? It's the Gendy Tartofsky uh, animated show. Oh! Okay, well, no joke. I just googled Primal. Third image that comes up is a movie starring Nicolas Cage. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God. Nicolas Cage, Primal. Can't make that up. Sorry, Kieran, what were you saying? So, yeah, it's an animated show by Gendy Tartofsky. I hope I pronounced his name right. As known for various other popular animated shows. Do you want to name some of them? <laughs> on the spot. Ignore him, Kieran. <laughs> what do you say, name some of them? Come on, Kieran. Samurai Jack. Yeah, Samurai Jack, Powerpuff Girls. Clone, uh, Clone, Clone Wars. Wars. Not the newest Clone Wars, the older one. The uh, the original animated one. Yeah, the 15-minute shorts. It looks quite cool. Yeah, I now, now, uh, now you've said that, I remember what it was. It's, uh, it's Caveman, isn't it? Just... Uh, Fighting dinosaurs. Um, I will watch it eventually. What network is it on? Adult Swim, probably. You still haven't finished uh, the Adult Swim Samurai Jack, though. Yeah. Only the last episode. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want it to end, do you? Uh, no, and that's it. Um, but it was fantastic. It was really good. There was blood. Yeah, there was blood. He didn't just get covered in oil and goo. It was, yeah, um, Samurai Jack, the Adult Swim one, was fantastic. Um, I like his work. Is Clone Wars I've seen. I haven't seen the CG one, the three D yeah. one, and I love the uh, General Grievous episode. In his version of Clone Wars, Grievous is 
vicious mm. as opposed to like a coward in the, the 3D yeah. one. So like, yeah, I do really enjoy his work. So I will watch it eventually. That's my answer. <laughs> um, I will. I will get around to it. Looks like it might be on HBO. So I check it out. It's on Channel Four as well. Okay, and we got a question from Becky. What's your favorite character build you can customize in games, such as playstyle, looks, personality, and this? She said could be um like tabletop games or vid- or video games. And then I've got a bonus question as well. What video games have you played that have the best character customization? Mm. I'm gonna have to go with just a general Elder Scrolls game. Yeah. Because you get a lot of uh, customization, a lot of choices of how to play through it's the closest to i think of like a dnd style tabletop game yeah well for me i don't like i don't play a lot of like role-playing games like whether it's uh you know tabletop or or video games but the customization in red dead 2 was really good yeah that was especially of the length of beard <laughs> yeah yeah I was, I was playing through it i never once got a, a beard trim no, it was a beast. Neither did I. What? Yeah. What? Uh, what detail did he go into? Like, uh, what was the bit that? It, it was the same as Witcher, where your facial hair and your hair grew over time. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, I remember when that was a big thing with the Witcher? Beard physics. <laughs> and Red Dead upped it by going hair physics. You had a variety Sorry. of customization on your guns <clears throat> as well, which was quite in depth, especially with like engravings and carvings. Hmm. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah, it's a really fun game. I recommend playing for the story. So for me, I would probably say customization. I I don't really play RPGs, um, video game wise, unless you count Pokemon mm. and maybe Zelda. But there's no customization in them really. I know there's a little bit later on, um, with Pokemon. My customization and character creation stuff would probably be D and D related. So I've got I've played in a few campaigns now. Um. I've played as a half elf rogue in one, a halfling gunslinger in another mm. one, a female human bard in another game. So like, yeah, and they all play different ways. So that would be mine, I reckon. It's, it's the king of uh, king of customization, is it? Because I remember you saying you had to make little ditties, little songs, and whatnot for. Um, I would say um, uh, there's two uh, army of two. The, the the characters themselves not so much because it's just the masks uh for the characters but the guns uh you know the fact that you have to pick up stocks and they they obviously benefit the characters stocks and barrels and gun mounts and whatnot and it obviously it uh it complements the play as well um but th- um the one that I, I i was gonna say elder scrolls as well because you're right you know being able to literally change every little feature about the character height builds uh, everything you know, the bridge of the nose, for example, the gap between the eyes. But the one that really was cool was um, Fable, uh, Fable Two. In fact, you know the fact that you build your character the way you do and you grow, but then your choices affect the character visibly. I mean, I chose to go very good. You know, I I did. Uh, the swords mean that you build up muscle. The guns mean that you're more lithe. Um, the magic means that you look more upright and powerful. And by doing good things, obviously you look better. If you do the bad things, you look gnarled and nasty. And uh, I remember I didn't. I in the second game, right near the end of the game, it tells you, do you want to carry on with the story at the moment because it's gonna take you away from the game for a while. And uh, I had gotten to that point without dying at all, so I didn't have any scars on my body at all. And you, uh, if you die, properly die you come back resurrected at a point where you have a wound on your body and it slowly heals and you get a scar later on. So I was this gigantic muscle man with glowing skin, uh, glowing blue lines through his body because of the magic and then I had this cool scar across my chest. And I was like, boom. So uh, yeah, I would say probably Fable and Army of Two. So for me, um, again, if I got to say a video game, <laughs> uh, can I cheat and say Spider-Man? Yeah. <laughs> You know, I could wear uh, the Ben Riley Scarlet Spider costume, or the, or the uh, Iron Spider costume, or the Amazing Bagman. Um, and then I could take the, I could take the arms from the Sp- Iron Spider and put them on the Ben Riley costume. I didn't know that. Can you actually do that? <laughs> can you actually do that in the game? I think you can do certain aspects of it. 
Um, so you use the perk. Each costume comes with a perk, and I think you can use the different perks with different costumes. Right. That's pretty fun. Um, but I don't know. Um, I'm again. I don't really play any of them. I do find that um, if I do play something with customization, I find that find like too much options yeah or like women doing women on there is better because they seem to have more options than you know if i build a man it's just going to be yeah it's going to be a hyper version of me like try and make it like me but you know ideal no i i <laughs> normally play i play king i've got a game uh, on xbox kingdoms of amalo and um i play i made the female characters the first playthrough i had i made a male character but the more big uh, the more muscular you get when you put armor on the character which is necessary to obviously obviously limit the damage you receive you start looking ridiculous and the fi- the female ca- all the characters are pretty muscular anyway but the female physique just looks cooler in armor i always go with heavy armor as well and when you put a female character on the map and you've got like full body armor it just looked normal Instead of just stupid and like you know, like you're moving a house around, so uh, I usually I usually check the female option for Diablo is good for that as well because all of the options for the male characters and the female characters um, always look really cool. They they always complementary whatever you're playing, whatever class you're playing, whatever army you put on them. Um, and then obviously another one that should get mentioned is. Uh, GTA San Andreas, oh, yeah. the fact that you could just go to the fast food shop and get yeah, that. <laughs> that's a good customization. So I would tend to give CJ um, a Mr. T mohawk <laughs> and then send him to the clucking <laughs> bell and be a fat Mr. T running around the place. And once you get fed no, up, Mr. you go to run on a treadmill for hours. Yeah. Yeah. Because he gets fed up of not being able to run away from people. Because he runs out of breath too early. I got really really good at that, though. What I'd do is I'd just basically... I'd forget the character had to eat, and I'd just exercise constantly. You know, you do that thing with the controller where you put your thumb over the the circle to add... Or I think it's square or something on on GTA. You just hammer the button by flicking your finger over it. So I just lose a lot of weight and then forget to eat. And then when I eat, eat, I'd make him sick. So... Just kind of like me, I just eat all the time. Can you hear me? No. Um, there's uh, no more questions that I can... Uh, well, I've got one. i got another one from Ella. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Best questions, Ella's questions. It's only a little one. Uh, she wants to know, where are the best online UK shops to buy comics during quarantine? The comic shop. Yeah. I guess it'd have to be the obvious ones, really. Things like uh, maybe Forbidden Planet or if you want to read comics online, Comicsology. Um, I would have thought ideally would just be, you know, your local comic shop. Yeah, um, definitely support your local comic shop if you've got one and you shop there anyway. Like throughout lockdown, um, I was getting my stuff delivered by Simon, so I didn't go without from Simon from comic shop in swansea where's ella live ella's in norwich and they they have a comic shop but i like i i haven't been there in a while so i don't know what how this has affected them but i would have thought you know they they could either send them out or or deliver yeah well in, i don't know if you because obviously you're out uh, you're uh, out of the uk you, you you're aware that as of the ninth the U, uh, england went into lockdown for a yeah 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 They'd probably do a postal thing anyway, so... Because I think what she, what she does a lot is they go to the library and she gets a lot out of the library. Um, but obviously mm. they can't go to the library at the moment, so... I yeah. don't know. Um, like It might be worth getting in touch with a library. I know that um, Swansea Library do some sort of digital lending for like comics because they keep tagging um, the SEC and the SCGC and in stuff i do post it but i'm not sure i haven't looked i i've shared it when they tag us in stuff i share it but i'm not quite sure what it is but i think there is a digital version of share uh, lending the swansea library do so it might be worth checking that out as well cool i'll pass it on another solid question from ella that has been the justice league podcast you could catch us on instagram at uh, the Justice League podcast or on Twitter at Justice League Poe. 
and on Facebook, the Justice League Podcast. And you can interact with us and ask all your questions. And as always, like, share, and subscribe. No, <laughs> Adam's head is so. We've, we've used all the good ones over the years. We can reuse them. Damn it, Ricky! You've called me out on my excuse. I got, I got Adam's head joke. Adam's head is so big that if I ever got a passport photo, it would say "Continue inside too." But <laughs> Nice. Adam's head is so big. If you ever drove a motorbike, people would think it was a low-flying balloon. <laughs> I got one. I got. One. I got a good one. Adam's head is so big that his left ear and right ear are in different time zones. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, right, Adam's head is so big, his left ear and his right ear have never met. <laughs> <laughs> Adam's head is so big, its blind spot is England. <laughs> <laughs> Adam's head is so big, his, eye, his eyeglass prescription prescription is Hubble. (laughs) (laughs) This hurts my feelings. Adam's head is so big, these insults don't get to it for another three years. (laughs) Adam's head is so big, scientists are still waiting for the laser to return. Ricky's dying. Adam's head is so big, it's a unit of measurement. (laughs) Adam's head is so big, it's the only thing that can fill a black hole. Yes. (laughs) Adam's head is so big, it fell into a black hole and got stuck. (laughs) (laughs) If uh, if our listeners got any of these, uh, uh, as always, just uh, throw them up in the chat. I won't be offended. Adam's head so big, Han Solo mistook it for a moon. That's no moon. <laughs> Wait, was it Hansel? That's the Death Star. That's no Death Star. Show me what you got. I just imagine the Death Star beam is just uh, Adam yawning. Okay, so yes. we don't need any Adam's head joke for about six or seven podcasts now. <laughs> I don't think we've got any other questions. I was going to ask one, but I don't know if it's uh, it's one of those fantasy casting things oh have we got time to do one of them yeah we would be here for a long time <laughs> no that's right that's what i was gonna say that's i thought i was gonna i checked it out now it was the whole uh it was actually the looney tunes star wars casting thing because it's been in my oh, head yeah, yeah that showed up on my memories uh a couple of weeks ago i think yeah no it's well it's, it's always in my memories <laughs> yeah um, been, i thought we should I, try I've that i've been trapped time. in a car when you and ricky go on a rabbit hole <laughs> so that's Kieran saying goodbye. 